I'm Rabbi Scott Kahn. This is the Jewish Prayer Podcast on jewishcoffeehouse.com. This podcast is dedicated in memory of Chaim ben Yosef Akohen, Miriam bat Moshe, Yosef ben Yoshua, Rachel bat Mordechai, and Rachel bat Yitzchak. This year is being given in anticipation of Parsha Vayera, where we see one of the great moments in religious history. And yet it was the following morning which reverberates throughout the generations. After Avraham Avinu is informed that Sarah Imenu will give birth to a son, he is told that Hashem plans to destroy Sodom and its environs because of the wicked behavior of its inhabitants. Horrified by what seems to be divine injustice, Avraham cries out, Will you even destroy the righteous together with the wicked? It is far from you to do something like this, killing the righteous with the wicked and making the righteous and the wicked equivalent. It is far from you, should the judge of all the world not act justly. Following this initial exclamation, Avraham proceeds to beg Hashem to spare the cities if a certain number of innocents can be found therein. First 50, then 45, then 40, 30, 20, and finally 10. Once God has acceded to his request and agrees to spare the entire area if 10 righteous individuals can be found, Avraham is content that justice has been served and ends his prayer. Unfortunately, Sodom did not contain even the minimum 10 righteous people, and the city was utterly destroyed. We can only imagine what was going through Avraham's mind as he surveyed the destruction visible from his home. As it says in Breshit, Perakutet, Psukim Kaf Zayin and Kaf Chet, Avraham woke up in the morning, going to the place in which he had stood before Hashem. He looked towards Sodom and Amorah, and upon the entire land of the plain, and he saw that, behold, the smoke of the land rose like the smoke of a furnace. Avraham's hope that God would change his mind and spare the cities below went quite literally up in smoke. Admittedly, God accepted Avraham's prayer and that God agreed not to destroy the cities if there were ten righteous people living there. Nevertheless, Avraham's larger goal, to preserve Sodom and its environs, was completely unfulfilled. Ultimately, Avraham's greatest prayer, one of the most powerful moments in the religious history of mankind, must be viewed as a failure. And yet, while describing Avraham's discovery that his prayer had failed, the Torah notes a seemingly minor detail. Avraham watched Dome's destruction from the same place where he had prayed the previous day. Why does it matter that Avraham entreated God in the same place the following day? Why does it matter that Avraham went back to the exact same spot to pray again? This detail relates to a crucial element in the philosophy of prayer. Prayer is formulated as requests we make of Hashem, but the fulfillment of these requests is not the apotheosis of prayer. Prayer, in fact, is designed to help us acknowledge our dependence upon God and to recognize, to the best of our ability, His unfathomable greatness. The Rambam, in his Guide of the Perplexed, expressed this viewpoint in Part 3, Chapters 35 and 36, which I quote, The first class of mitzvot comprises the commandments that are fundamental opinions. With respect to inculcating opinions that are correct and that are useful for belief in the law, one should not say what is their utility. The commandment given to us to call upon him, may he be exalted, in every calamity, belongs to this class. For it is an action through which the correct opinion is firmly established that he, may he be exalted, apprehends our situations and that it depends upon him, God, to improve them if we obey and to make them ruinous if we disobey. We should not believe that such things are fortuitous and happen by chance. For this reason, we have been commanded to invoke him, may he be exalted, and to turn rapidly toward him, 
and call out to him in every misfortune. Maimonides thus states that the primary purpose of prayer is to inculcate the belief that God listens to us rather than to receive an affirmative answer to our prayers. The question of whether or not God will do that which we ask is secondary to the larger goal of strengthening faith, faith in his care, faith in his concern for us. Through prayer, we recognize that our fate lies exclusively in the hands of God. By means of prayer, foundational beliefs are made tangible and real. Avraham was certainly dismayed when he saw the ruins of Sodom, but his recognition that prayer is primarily related to faith rather than to utility enabled him to pray again. For this reason, he went to the exact same spot the following morning. Even though Hashem answered him in the negative, Avraham recognized that his prayer was not a failure after all. On the contrary, Avraham's return to the same place the next day demonstrated his realization that prayer means inculcating a munah, faith, regardless of whether our requests are granted. If prayer is only valid when we appreciate the results, a negative answer will put an end to our desire to pray. However, if prayer is about faith rather than results, it will be performed with absolute regularity. Is it any wonder then that this verse, Avraham woke up in the morning, going to the place in which he had stood before Hashem, is the source for both the idea of shacharit and makom kavua, having a set place in which to pray? Prayer is related to the recognition of God's concern, and this recognition must take place every day with a sense of constancy and unshakable faith. Avraham failed in his immediate goal, but the even greater goal of inculcating unflagging emunah created a paradigm for prayer from which we learn to this day. Thank you for listening. Shabbat Shalom.